Okay, good evening, Rabbi Yisai. Let's uh, start from the paragraph again that we began last night, the Akdama Haravis. Because here, Nechamazavavas is going to tell us some very clear guidelines in terms of when and how a person should even expect to be able to have proper bitokhan on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we'll see, as we mentioned, there seems to be other opinions in the matter, and we'll see if we can reconcile them all into one. Mahakdama Ravias, the fourth, we'll call it introduction that's needed, to have probably talking HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Shatiyah HaShkachos Soichazok, that the person himself has to have a very strong watchfulness in terms of his fulfilling Hashem's Ratzon. And he has to put a great effort. To fulfill the obligations we have from serving Hashem. To do his mitzvahs. And to refrain from anything that would not be allowed to be done, namely any Averis. Whatever HaKadosh Baruch has told us in the Torah, the Deiraisis, the Derabonans, through, through his Chachomim, in other words, that what Chavazavavis now is getting into a, a new concept of Bitochen. Until now, it was, the, it was the human being, it was the person, and then there was HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the omnipotent one, the all-capable one, the all-knowing one, and Hashem does everything. And then there's the puny little human being. And until now, we've all this, this discussion has been very theoretical, and even in terms of the practicality of how I could feel, but there was never really in the, in the talk about a, re, a relationship between these two beings, the supreme being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the person. It was just what I have to be talking in, and the knowledge, the amun of the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and how he takes care of everything, but now, Chavazavavis is getting into a new level. That this Bitochen is really predicated on the relationship between the all-powerful being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and each individual person. And therefore he's saying, oh, if a person really wants to have Bitochen in Hashem, say he has to have an ongoing rapport with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How do we have that? Very simple. We listen to the Ratzon Hashem. We do his mitzvahs. And we refrain from doing Averis. Kefi Mashu Mavakish, Kedeshi Averim Askim Loy, in order that Hakadish Baruch Hu should agree with him. In other words, like any relationship that could be with reciprocity, that I do for my partner, the partner does for me, as well as in a, in a relationship of marriage, in a relationship of a of child and parent, there are this give and take. And here, Chavis Vavavis is saying also for the expectancy that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of me and do my Ratzon, that can only be if I do Hashem's Ratzon. That's how he explained the Mishnah. If I want Hashem to do what I want, what I am trusting in, like the Mishnah says, in as we should make Hashem's will our will, in order that he should make your will, the human being's will, like his will. So here we see, that's how he's, he's explaining this, pos, this Mishnah over here. The Mishnah is to be understood 
that there is some reciprocal relationship going on over here. Of course, HaKadosh Baruch was the only one that does. We've built this up. We've developed this till now. And now we're coming to an idea that in order to have real bitachin, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the person has to say, I'm doing my part. Not my part in terms of the shtadlas, I'm putting the effort. I'm doing my part in terms of this relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm doing his ratzin. More than that, I'm making Hashem's ratzin my ratzin. What Hashem wants me to do, that's what I'm doing. Further along, as we explained from Rebbe Chaim Belozhin, a, a second level, a deeper level in this relationship, that I don't have my ratzin. Rather, that's already an, another dark, another level, a higher level. Not that I have my rutsin, but I'm going to incorporate Hashem's rutsin in terms of mitzvahs as if it's my rutsin. So I'm, in the end of the day, I'm doing Hashem's rutsin. There's a greater level that I don't have my own rutsin. Such is my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that I don't have any of my own will. I only say whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, that's what's going to be. A deeper level. We go further along via Marakosuv. The Pasik says, Betach Bashem Vasaitoiv. Shekhoineret Sureyamuna. A vital Pasik over here in terms of Bitachin. Betach Bashem Vasaitoiv. Trust in Hashem. Vasaitoiv. The Chavasavav is explaining. Trust in Hashem, but you must do good. In other words, the trust must be based on, must be predicated on Vasei Toiv. So, Betach Bashem, David Amel says, yes, trust in Hashem, but Vasei Toiv. It goes hand in hand. It goes that with the doing good, then you trust Hashem. Shechayin Eretz, live in this world, Urei Amuna. But you have to pasture Amuna, keep working on it, developing it, as if you're pasturing in a field, slowly, slowly building up Amuna. Vomer further, Toiv Hashem Lekoivov. Hashem is good, and Hashem does good, to those who hope in Him. To the nefesh, to the soul, who seeks Him out. So here we see again, Chavazavavaz is coming with this new thought, that in order for a person to be able to say, and expect, be talking in Hashem, to feel confident, that HaKadosh will take care of all His needs, it has to be, that he's doing the will of Hashem. It has to be that there's a relationship going on. Betach Hashem, I say toiv. I'm doing toiv. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm doing the good thing. I'm doing Hashem's ratzen. I say ritzayna Do Hashem's ratzen. Be mekayim as mitzvahs. Don't do as averis. And then you could trust that Hashem will take care. That's the betach Hashem, I say toiv. That's Tev Hashem Lakoiva. Hashem is good to those who proclaim their hope in Him. Lenefish Tidrushenu, those who seek Him out. In other words, seek Him out to have a relationship with Him. You have a relationship with Him, Hashem, how? Through a mitzvah. In the Lushan, as the Maral explains, the word mitzvah, the root word is tzavsa, connection, companionship. There's the mitzvah and the mitzvah, the one who commanded and the one who is commanded. Through that is a mitzvah. There becomes a relationship. So that we build up this relationship with Hashem, then we can be betak by Hashem, we can trust in Hashem. Avil, and we're going to explain this a little bit deeper, but let's just see the contrast to this, as Chavis says it. Avil, however, Mishi Yiftach Alabayre, someone 
who, let's let's assume, will trust in Hashem. But he rebels against him. In other words, he's not doing rots in Hashem. How foolish is he? How obviously weak is his knowledge, his understanding of this relationship between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because he sees clearly if we take a, an example from a human relationship if you have someone who's appointed from a human being who's appointed on something if this human being we gave the example of, of a uh, potential employer of the person and He's the one who can give the job to this person seeking a job. Here he's giving an example of someone who is, is appointed at taking care of something, being in charge of something. And he commands something, someone to do something. He's Metzava Oisa. He commands this person, He commands him to do something that he needs. So we're talking about, let's say, the boss and the employee over here. And just to use that example of a relationship. And the boss asks the the worker, to do something for him. Or he warns him against something. You know, when when you go uh, in, the, in the hallway of the office, right, do me a favor. Don't waste, don't take two cups when you take some water from the water fountain. Okay? Take one cup. And this guy, he's... He's careless. He doesn't care. It's just as if he didn't listen to what the, what the boss had to say. And he takes two cups every time. How foolish could a person be? And he doesn't listen to his, his commands. And then the one who's the appointed, meaning the boss over here, hears that this person neglected all of his requests. That's obviously going to be the strongest reason that the employer certainly is not going to want to rehire him, not going to want to give him a, a bonus, not wanting to make his workload easier, and etc., etc. We could think of numerous examples. But, I mean, how foolish is this? This is the one that I know and that I need to get from, right? And certainly... You wouldn't be cross to the person. You wouldn't neglect him. You wouldn't go against his will. You would try to do what he wants you to do. And with, certainly if it's within reason. So, hey, also is Mashabatach Allah boy. Right? That will be the greatest reason that he will of to hold back what I am really expecting and relying and placing my security in this person to do for me. <laughs> not if he sees I'm not really doing what he wants me to do. all the more so be Certainly someone who goes against the chukim, goes against the mitzvahs of Hashem. Asher yoad, mehir aleim, that Hashem commanded us to do it. Hashem or even foretold that we're going to have reward for it. Certainly, to have any hope in Hashem that He's going to do for me, where I neglect His mitzvahs, nichzava. Certainly, it's just it's falsehood. When a person rebels against Hashem, you certainly can't call someone. Oh, he's a beteach. He trusts Hashem. 
It's almost a, a contradiction. He's saying, I trust Hashem. Hashem's going to take care of me. Hashem's going to do everything for me. But yet, he goes against Hashem's will. He doesn't listen to what Hashem says in the Torah of what he has to do. But certainly that can be understood. And he brings Psukim like this. Like the post says, Here the person who goes against Hashem, rebels against Hashem, Now that he calls out to Hashem, is Hashem going to listen to him? The Yom of Amar, and he quotes three psukim in Yirmiya. Hagonoiv, Roitzeach, Venoyev, Vishov Lashak, all these terrible things that the person does. He's a murderer, he's a immoral person, he swears falsely. The Amar, then who bossed him, Vamaditim, Lefnonai, Babayas, Hazesh, and Nikushim, then he comes to the base Amigdosh, and he cries out to Hashem, Vamar Hamoras, Pritzimoya, Babayas, Hazesh, Nikushim, this is the base Amigdosh, but you just turned it into a cave of Pritzim, where these are the people who are coming in. So this is the concept over here. The concept is, says Chavis Avavis, that a person, in order for him to say, he could have Bitochen in Hashem, and say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do continuous good for him, this is a whole new level now of Bitochen, as we explained, really, from the Chovavavos earlier, Rabbeinu Yoyna, Nechazoynish, that Bitochen means that whatever happens to me, it's coming from Hashem. And that's true. It's not a contradiction what he's saying here. But in terms of now having a, a, a security, having a sense of Bitochen, a reliance in Hashem, that Hashem is going to take care of me and all my needs, and even more so in taking care of my needs in the way that I see best for me, that is going to require for a person to do Hashem's Ratzin. Now, once I made Hashem's Ratzin my Ratzin, now I can expect that Hashem will make my Ratzin his Ratzin. But for a person to rebel against Hashem, not listen to the mitzvahs, to, to not heed what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has commanded, like the marshal is given in, in, a, in the marshal of a human relationship, we certainly understand that. How would a person should expect that the... That the, the the, the parents should just do and do for the child, and there is expectancy in terms of what the child should be doing, certain basic chores, certain uh, guidelines of how the child has to listen to the parent, and if the child doesn't, and the child rebels against the parent, I mean, how much could we expect that the, child, the parent is going to go out of the way to keep doing what the, what the child wants? Certainly we would not expect that to be. We would understand that it should not be that way. So too with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Unless a person is doing the Ratzon Hashem. Now again, doesn't mean that he's a Tzadik Gomer. Doesn't mean he never slips up. Doesn't mean that he doesn't have a Yetzar and, and uh, he sometimes doesn't make a, a Bracha properly. Sometimes maybe misses his man Kriyashma. Yeah, it could be. Could be he was Mechal Shabbos sometimes. He wasn't careful enough he was Mechal Shabbos. But on the whole, his... His relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is that he's trying to do Ratzon Hashem. He's trying his best to do Ratzon Hashem. Like he explained, there's a Hishtadlus, not a regular effort. Hishtadlus HaGadoyla. He's putting in a, a mighty effort. There's a Hashkechosek Hazok. He's strong in terms of his, his watchfulness, his mindfulness to do Ratzon Hashem. That's what has to be expected from, from, uh, from a person to really say then, 
and now I cannot be talking to Hashem, and Hashem will do for me. Now, let's just mention one other reason that seems to be contrary to what the Chavos of Ovis is saying. The Ramban, in his Sefer, and I'm going to be talking to Ramban in Perak Aleph, pretty much in the beginning of Perak Aleph, he also quotes this Pasuk in Tehillim Lamadzayim. Betach Bashem Vaseitoiv. A beautiful Pasuk. Betach Bashem Vaseitoiv. So Chavisavava says, Betach Bashem Vaseitoiv. You have to do good, then you can have, be talking in Hashem. But the Ramban says, one second, it doesn't say, Aseitoiv Betach Bashem. It says, Betach Bashem, and then Aseitoiv. Ramban says to me, it seems that you can have bitachin even without asetoiv. How could that be? I'll read to the Ramban. Betach b'ashem asetoiv kloma. Aval b'shem b'yodchem asim. Even though you don't have good ma'asim that you did. Betayda ba'atzmucha sha'at the rosha. And you know yourself, you're really a rosha. Im kol zeh betach b'ashem. But still and all, you can have trust in Hashem. Because Hashem is so compassionate. And He will take pity on you. It seems to be in great contradiction with tomorrow night. We'll see, we'll develop the thought further and see maybe there's no Maklaikis at all.